Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. For the 20th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I am declaring myself eligible as an undrafted free agent, cornerback, because I'm defending Jameis Winston this week, and I think I'm going to get two, maybe three interceptions out of it. And I think if I can get two or three interceptions in the middle of, is it April? Somebody, somebody's going to invite me to camp, if we even have fucking camp. Oh, please, God, let us have football this year. So I'm defending Jameis Winston. I got I got a bone to pick with some of you that get your news, get your It's okay to get your jokes. It's okay to steal my jokes. But don't tell me Jameis Winston is a bad NFL quarterback. Don't tell me he's not going to he's a backup. Don't tell me he's he's not going to start NFL games in the future. Give me a break. And then I've got a new segment where I just pop my phone open and I start scrolling through Pro Football Talk. And I'm looking for, I'm looking for for quick, easy little, little little nuggets, the things that catch my eye. So, let's get to our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in, and please go to the link in my bio on Instagram, or I'll put it, I'll even put it right here in the in the description of this episode, and send me questions. Hit me up. Give me your thoughts. Give me your hot takes. I'd love to hear them. Love to come back at you. Tell you you're wrong. Tell you you're right. Take your side. Work against you. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's play ball. I have not been answering enough reader or follower questions lately. Partly to do with the draft. Partly because questions are a little dry right now. So I'm down. I got a full list of who's better. Um, so let's just you know bring it. Let's see what you guys got. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, guys. Episode 20 of Not Joe Flacco, the podcast, is brought to you by Lincoln. No, not Abraham. Not the car. Not the expressway. The bio. As in, Lincoln Bio. Please go to the Lincoln Bio to submit your questions to Nacho Flacco the podcast. That is Lincoln Bio on Instagram.com/slash Nacho Flacco. We appreciate your questions, and thanks to our sponsor, Lincoln Bio. All right, I'm going to try and do something that hasn't been done in a really long time. I am going to try and defend Jameis Winston without picking off a pass. 
Well, it's just high degree of difficulty here, but we're going to try and figure it out. And the reason I've got to come in here and defend Jameis Winston is because too many of you seem like you're getting your fucking football knowledge, not with your eyes, not by reading, not by pulling up profootballreference.com, but from memes. And I know that seems like the crack dealer telling people to stay off drugs. But stay the fuck off drugs. You guys are missing, one, just how good this guy is. You're completely over... You're putting way too much fucking emphasis on on the interceptions from this year. You're ignoring the offense he was playing in. And... You've you've reduced this guy, and 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 by you I mean me. Except when I'm making the memes, some of this stuff I believe, and some of it I don't. Jameis is in the Jameis most common guy that I pull up when I'm running Jameis's stats is Big Ben, who got off to a real similar start, led the league in interceptions one year, but. And you, if you if you're following the meme account, you know that you know the meme. You know the meme I'm going to talk about. And so I I pulled first five years of their career. Jameis has been 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, five years. So I pulled the first five years of their career, and I went all the way back to 1998, looking for two things. One, you had to start a minimum of 61 games because I just didn't want any slapdick in the middle of screwing up the numbers. Uh, two, you needed a touchdown percentage. So the percentage of your passes that end up in a in a touchdown has to be over four, and your interception percentage has to be over three. So first five years of your career, throwing a ton of interceptions, throwing a lot of touchdowns. We good? All right, let me rattle off some names for you. Big Ben, Jay Cutler. Peyton Manning, Jameis Winston, Eli Manning, Carson Palmer. Now those are those names I just read you. Big Ben Cutler, Manning, Winston, Manning again, and Palmer are ranked from worst interception percentage to best. And so Big Ben worst interception percentage, Carson Palmer the best interception percentage of those six quarterbacks. Now why do I bring that up? Because somebody was in my comments saying that Jameis Winston is just going to be a backup. And I listen, in a league that gives second, third, and fourth chances to really, really terrible fucking players. I mean, Brock Osweiler, how many teams did Brock Osweiler get a shot with? Brandon Whedon got two shots. And Jameis Winston, who is one of only two players over the last five years, to be both under 30 years of age and throw for 5,000 yards. It's him and Mahomes. There's only 10 quarterbacks who've thrown for 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns in the same season since Jameis came in the league. Only 10. He's one of them. Guys that have a 7.7 yards per attempt. Mahomes, Watson, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston. If you've got Jameis Winston on your team, you have the he you can win a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. Mahomes has won one. Matt Ryan's been in one. Breeze has won one. Wilson's won one. 
You can win a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. He does have to cut down on the picks. But he wasn't going to lead the league in interceptions again this year. And it's not because he got his fucking eyes fixed or anything else. When you're in Bruce Arian's system, the first year is tough. Carson Palmer went through it. Andrew Luck went through it. Jameis Winston went through it. The first year is tough. This is why I think Brady's going to have probably the worst interception year of his career. Now, that might only be 15. It's not going to be two fucking picks a game like Jameis threw last year. But 15 would still be bad for a guy who throws five or six in a season like Brady does. So don't, so again, let me just go back to this. All too often, we get caught up in this, in, in, in the, in the memes, right? We get caught up in the, this is short term. And for me, listen, I'm out here making jokes. I'm, I'm just using this as a vehicle to make jokes. I know what's actually happening. And if I'm out there poisoning the fucking well and I've got to argue with you guys about it and I end up getting a podcast out of it because I've got to have the podcast to come back and correct you fucking idiots from actually thinking some of the things you think, then so be it. Now I've got two things to, now I've got two content platforms. But don't trick yourselves into thinking that Jameis Winston is not, it does not have the capability of being an excellent quarterback and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Again, Big Ben, Cutler, Manning, Winston, Eli Manning, and Palmer. There's six Super Bowl titles on that list. Big Ben went on to start. So Big Ben in his first five years started 71 games. All these guys started between 65 and 80 games. Manning, Peyton Manning had the most. And all of them went on to start at least double that over the rest of their careers. Jameis is going to get to 150 starts. And if he's Eli or Peyton or Big Ben, he's going to get to 200. And I, for one, would love to see Jameis with Sean Payton. And not because, you know, it would make for an extra seventeen or 18,000 Drew Brees memes. But I would just like to see this guy with a consistent coach that isn't dirt cutter. Or get I would have loved for him to get multiple seasons with Bruce Arians. I don't even remember who Jameis's first coach in the was uh, I forget Jameis's first coach in the league. But I think was it Lovey Smith? I have to look this up. But Lovey Smith, Dirk Cutter, Bruce Arians. Sean Payton would be fucking good for Jameis. And I think, and the report that came out said that Jameis turned down a more lucrative offer, turned down more money to go learn in New Orleans. And he might not even be active on some some days. Because they, they don't they they might just trot Taysom Hill out there as the backup quarterback. Jameis might be the third string. It's really hard to carry three quarterbacks on game day. But Jameis is going to be better for this this season. And if he puts in the work, and if he's the uh, he's good in the room, and he's he's a sponge, and he soaks this stuff up, the Saints might have their quarterback for the next twelve years, ten years. 
Because Peyton's still young. He's not old. I mean, he's not in his 60s like Belichick. You know, Peyton could conceivably coach this team for another 10 years. And if you're Sean Peyton, you've got somebody that's thrown for 5,000 yards already in his career. Thrown for 121 touchdowns in his first five years. You know, any plans you might have of, say, retiring when Drew Brees retires. That's just speculating, right? Any plans you have probably go out the window. That's That's got to be rejuvenating for you. Like, shit, man, I got to, you know, and, and Drew Brees jokes aside, like, there would be a, it would be possible for Sean Payton to, to put a f- bigger stamp on his career to have taken two quarterbacks to the Super Bowl like that. And that's not guaranteeing blah, 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 blah. But Jameis, you can win a Super Bowl with Jameis. 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 He threw he threw way too many picks last year. I get it, but so did a lot of other guys. And again, compared to the amount of times he's thrown the ball, he's in some pretty good company. He does have to fix it though. This isn't absolving him of like he doesn't get to keep doing this. Big Ben came back in his sixth year and I think threw like five interceptions. I mean, Jameis might throw five interceptions this next year, but he might only start two games. So Jameis still, Jameis has got to do the work. I mean, like Big Ben, Manning, the Mannings, Carson Palmer, these are guys that really gave a shit and, and put that into their careers. Cutler remained an interception machine for the rest of his career, but the arm talent was such that Teams were just weren't going to let him go. They always thought, I can fix him, I can fix him, I can fix him, I can, I can fix him. And every once in a while, the coach would get through to him and he would throw less interceptions, but he always had that gunslinger mentality. So Jameis is at a, this is a, a, a pivot point for his career. This is a crossroads for him in his career. If he goes balls out and you know, dives into the playbook, learns the Sean Payton system, and and Drew Brees retires after this next season. The Saints, you know, slap a franchise tag on on Jameis, give him a year, see what happens. Give him a longer contract than that, see what happens. But I think the Saints, like Saints fans, this is better than the alternative. This is better because if you were going to keep Teddy Bridgewater, you're going to have to pay him. Taysom Hill has thrown completed seven passes to the Saints. Like Taysom and Taysom Hill's like 31. He's like three or four years older than Jameis. This is a best case scenario for Saints fans is to be able to roll from Breeze right into Jameis. As long as you hang on to Sean Payton. If you don't hang on to Sean Payton, then all fucking bets are off. But I am I'm in favor of this move for the Saints. I'm in favor of this move. For Jameis, I'm in favor of this mood. For Sean Payton, I'm in favor of this mood for fucking everybody. Michael Thomas has got to be thrilled with this. Maybe he can hang on to Jameis. You know, Breeze retires, they hang on to Jameis, and boom, he's going to have two really good quarterbacks for his entire career. He's going to be able to make a run at some big records if he plays long enough. This is a good this is a this is a good move and I hope it works out long term 
for everybody. Because it would be cool to see Jameis fly in the face of, you know, is, you know, prove, prove the meme accounts wrong. Like Lamar did this year. I think that would be, that would be a cool story and it would generate some fucking memes. Anyway, thanks for listening. Now for a new segment I'm calling Not Joe Reads the Rumors, where I whip out my phone, go to profootballtalk.nbcsports.com, and I bang the rumor mill. Let's see what's going on today. Okay, so new segment. I'm just going to go to Pro Football Talk. I'm just going to read down the rumor bill, give you my thoughts on current events as they pop up. First one, Patriots draftee Justin Rohrwasser says he's getting tattoo removed. You know what? Good for him. Guys, don't... Some of you are young. A lot of you are stupid. I was young and stupid. Not young anymore. Still maybe a little stupid. Uh, Don't get tattoos on yourself. You don't fucking understand. If it's Chinese, make sure you know what it means. If it's a symbol of a paramilitary group, make sure you at least believe in what the fuck they're talking about. For those that are getting caught up, uh, Justin Rohrwasser had a three percenters insignia or logo tattooed on his arm. Thought it was something to do with the three percent. No, the group claims they're they're all about the re, they got their name from the three percent of uh, colonial Americans that rose up against the British and and got us this great country. And uh, but what they kind of actually are is a anti government, um, far right wing militia. And, uh, you know, that causes some problems for a football league, you know, that that likes the government, uh, the, the, where the government gives them huge tax breaks. So, you know, if you're thinking of becoming a professional football player, just make sure your fucking tattoos aren't of right-wing militias. Um, John Lynch, happy to let contract work itself out with Trent Williams. Obviously, Trent Williams traded to the 49ers. Over the weekend for fifth round pick in the 2020 draft and a third round pick next year. Uh, huge win for the Niners. They had Joe Staley retire. Trent Williams comes in. They, they swapped out a 36-year-old six-time pro bowler for a 31-year-old seven-time pro bowler. And I think Trent Williams is even cheaper. But they're not going to try and lock him into any kind of a long-term contract. Both sides are saying that they just want to let it Kind of, I want to see how it goes, but this is this is a bonanza for the 49ers. Uh, William uh, Trent Williams has already played in Kyle Shanahan's system. He knows Kyle Shanahan. He's mean. <laughs> um, he blocks the hell out of people. He's a hell of a pass blocker, and he actually grades out marginally better than Staley has over the years. And so, you know, the Niners not only got you know got younger. They got a little cheaper, but they also got uh, a little better as well. And so, huge win for the Niners. Uh, and I don't know if that... See, here's here's the thing I'm thinking. Because the Seahawks went and dropped 
two offensive. They cut two offensive linemen after the draft, and like start. I think starters too, Fluker and uh, and Justin Britt. And uh, the the idea I think is that they're trying to create more space for Clowney, but they might not be able to. Maybe that ship is too far too far gone. And I wonder if that's if trying to get Clowney is is. Uh, is a response to the 49ers getting Trent Williams and saying like, shit, they're, you know, maybe the Seahawks were like, oh, Staley had heard that Staley was going to retire. And they were like, okay, we can get by. And then the Niners trade for Trent Williams. Like, oh, fuck, we got to, we got to go find, got to go find room for Clowney. But Seahawks, man, I don't know what those guys are going to be doing with their line. Um, Next one, Texans exercise Deshaun Watson's fifth year option. Obviously, this is so Bill O'Brien can trade him. Duh. This isn't that complicated. Bill O'Brien's looking for a fourth in the 2022 draft for Deshaun Watson. So that's that's what I'm hearing. A fourth-round pick in the 2022 draft. You can have Deshaun Watson. Um, Sean Payton is taking the 2020 Buccaneers seriously. Oh, you think so, doctor? Jesus fucking Christ, Sean. Yeah, greatest quarterback of all time, greatest tight end of all time, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, a solid defense. First round offensive tackle, you're going to take them seriously? Yeah, I think you fucking might. And a good coach, too. His offenses throw a lot of picks, but a good coach. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Miles Garrett's had his fifth-year option picked up. Jamal Adams is probably going to get his picked up. Solomon Thomas, the Niners' pick, not going to happen. I'd be really curious to see if the Jaguars picked up Leonard Fournette. This might be its own. This might be its own pod. Um, Joe Burrow, early favorite for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Greatest college football season of all time. And gets to throw to A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, I think, as well. I mean, monsters. The other ones on the list are uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, sorry, uh, Colts' Jonathan Taylor, Lions running back DeAndre Swift, Broncos receiver Jerry Judy, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. That's a terrible pick. That's still a terrible pick. Cowboys receiver C.D. Lamb, Hen- uh, Raiders receiver Henry Ruggs, Rams running back Cam Akers. That might be the guy. Cam Akers, the Rams running back. If if they pick the right running back, that offense is that's a good offense for running backs. Uh, Raiders cut somebody I've never heard of. Uh, Titans were rumored to be in on Clowney. Nothing imminent there. I don't know what the fuck's taking Clowney so long. I think he wanted big money and didn't get it and then held out for it. And now that just might not be there. I mean, teams now they've got their, you know, they've got their draft slots. You can't trade a 2020 draft pick anymore. Um, you know, there's all sorts of not that trading a 2020 draft pick for a free agent makes any sense. So, you know, I'm not going to edit that out. You're just going to have to listen to me ramble. 
Saints uh, were interested in Jameis. That got confirmed, and then he signed. Let's see what else is there. Guys, Packers fans, good news. Alan Lazard signed his exclusive rights tender to return to the Packers, so no need to worry about not drafting a wide receiver in the deepest wide receiver draft we've seen in at least seven years, six years. Alan Lazard signed his tender. Packers are on top of things. They got this. Long pause. God, the Packers fucking screwed that up. God, they screwed that up so bad. You'd re if you if you drafted the way that the Packers just drafted, you would turn off your PlayStation 4. You'd start your entire franchise over. This is, is criminal mismanagement. This is this is quitting. This is your 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 partner's left the your partner's left the game status. Okay. And last one. Uh, let's see, we're getting into Patriots fullback retires. Now we're just getting into the... And now the Patriots are the betting favorites to sign Cam Newton. This is a good one. Then this might be its own fucking pot. Should the Patriots sign Cam Newton? Of course they fucking should. You're not going to commit long-term to him. The Chargers should have done this. I posed this question to Doug over the weekend, and he thought about it for way longer than I thought he was going to think about it. I asked him, would you rather have Simmons and Cam Newton or Herbert and the guy in the Murray, the guy that had to climb up into the, the end of the second round, the first round to draft? And the obvious answer is Cam Newton and Simmons. Obvious answer. Cam Newton's a former MVP who is cheap. You can get him for a Jameis-style contract one or two years. The way I would do it, I would do two years, two-year contract with like 25 or 30 million guaranteed. What else is he? Who else? Nobody else has room for him. Nobody else is going to give him 30 million guaranteed. You get, you get one year out of him. You get the ability to, to you, you get one year out of him. He can go away if he's terrible. You've got him under control for the second year if he's not. And you're able to determine if you're going to put long-term money into him or you can just franchise him for the third year. This is too easy. This is a former MVP we're talking about. And don't let the... And again, don't let the fucking memes fool you. Cam Newton is a really good quarterback and had a good season prior to last season. He's banged up. Hopefully he's healthy. If he's healthy, you've got a hell of a shot at getting, I think at worst, a top 15 starter, if not a pro bowler. So, yeah, I would say that the Patriots, who have Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, should be the betting favorites to sign Cam Newton. Now, whether or not Bill Belichick wants to do that or not, obviously they like Stidham. They've got to like Stidham. 
Belichick drafted, and this was what really covered this yesterday, Belichick drafted the guy knowing that it wasn't a secret that Tom Brady was both old and headed for free agency. Everything that he'd done with his contract was to get him to free agency. So it wasn't a secret. Belichick has to like Stidham enough to think that, okay, maybe this guy can, maybe this guy can take over the team. And I like guys, and I, I couldn't, re- I cannot recommend the HBO documentary that Saban and Belichick did together. Cannot recommend it enough. Belichick talks about getting guys to do what they're good at, putting them in positions to do the things they can do, not forcing them to do things they can't do. So if you think about it like that, the Patriots, you know, again, I. Patriots are going to win nine, maybe ten games this season. That defense is too good, and if they if they do the right things with Stidham in the quarterback position, they're going to be a really solid team. Like that, the AFC East is not, you know, it's theirs until somebody takes it from them. Anyways, that's the first of a new segment. Not Joe reads the rumors. Hope you like it. Give me some feedback. Thanks, guys. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com